Welcome to the first episode of Equality Sucks. I'm your host, Bernard Marks, and what we're going to be talking about today is CNN. Why? Because CNN has gotten caught in a little bit of a kerfuffle. They got themselves caught in a little bit of a kerfuffle. How? Because, uh, and this is according to to a lot of uh, media, they're referring to uh, this individual as a provocateur, uh, Veritas. And uh, James O'Keefe, uh, who's known for a lot of video sting operations, uh, getting lefties in trouble. And uh, what he did this time was happen to get uh, a producer at CNN on video basically admitting that they're providing audiences with fake news. Now, why is this a big deal? Apparently, it's not because it's not getting any media coverage. Uh, I mean, TMZ is covering it, Variety is covering it, Hollywood Reporter is covering it, uh, which is phenomenal because there's no actual great movies coming out. So if you want to get an interesting story, I guess you should probably go to Hollywood Reporter now because this is the most interesting thing you're going to be getting. Uh, And no one's covering it. And even CNN shrugged it off, saying they stand by their uh, producer and they stand by his opinions because they believe in varied opinions. So they're standing by the opinion of their producer that they're illegitimate journalism. I don't know if you can hear that, but that's applause because society has finally gotten right to where I want it to be. There was a point where I was very optimistic. And uh, what happened to that optimism was it was destroyed by both the left and the right. Because what happened was religion has been supplanted by politics. People blindly worship their party. I've even heard people refer to Donald Trump as a messiah, just as I've heard the other side refer to him as Hitler and, and if they believed in it, Satan. And, and in the world we live in now, I don't have an optimism anymore because I don't believe we're going to get back to that sort of left of middle, right of middle. I feel where we're going to be is not even far left of middle or far right of middle, but sort of clowns on the left and clowns on the right. And when I say clown, I don't mean ridiculous people. What I mean is sort of caricatures of what this whole thing was supposed to be about. Hillary Clinton is a caricature. Donald Trump is a caricature. Bernie Sanders is a caricature. These are all caricatures. And they're they're pandering to people who are, are looking for the drug that used to be delivered by religion, sort of that salvation. We're going to fix everything. We have the answers. Uh, and and that's why my optimism sort of faded. And now I'm starting to feel like the Joker, where I sort of just want to watch everything burn. Now, that's not to say I want to see people get hurt or I want to see things collapse. I sort of just want to see uh, my predictions manifest themselves. And And that's what I mean by that, where I sort of have this prediction of where we're headed as a society and what's going to happen in our communities. And I'm just curious to see if, if my predictions will be correct, which is normal. I mean, I mean, a lot of people guesstimate about things in life. You know, some people watch sports and say, well, that team's going to win and that quarterback's going to do this, this, and that. And then they sort of want to watch it come true. Hell, that's why gambling is such a big business because people feel they can predict that stuff. And I'm sort of gambling with Western civilization right now. And the ads are not in favor uh, for 
for actual progress because guess what? Progress is going to happen no matter what. That's evolution. Evolution is progress. Uh, we keep developing. We keep growing. Uh, the strongest will always survive. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean physically strong. It just means those who can sort of dictate the future path for society. So progress is going to happen no matter what. When people start forcing progress based on what their ideas of the future should be, that's when we get to a very, very scary dystopia. And anyone who says, well, why can't we fight for utopia? I know it doesn't exist, but why can't we fight for it? Because what you're fighting for is dystopia. There's no such thing as utopia. A utopia is a dystopia. You can't have this perfect society. So fighting for anything perfect will automatically be a fail, the act in and of itself. That's right. I'm not saying you're going to fail because you're never going to get to utopia. I'm saying fighting for utopia is a failure and is a disaster and is incredibly dangerous. The only thing you should be fighting for is the little battles, the stability, getting things better, uh, getting getting uh, communities better, getting neighborhoods better, getting people work, things like that. When you start saying, well, we're going to have this perfect society because everyone's going to work and we should fight to get everyone to work. Well, you're never going to be able to get everyone to work. There's just way too many factors. There's the factor that some people just don't want to work. So if you're fighting to get everyone to work and there's people who don't want to work, you're fighting against the very people who uh, who are, are standing in your way. I mean, that, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense at all. It's like Superman trying to go out there and say, you know what, I'm going to go and I'm going to try to get Lex Luthor elected president because I believe Lex Luthor uh, should have his chance. Now, I know the metaphor doesn't quite exactly uh, jump off as making sense, but believe me, it does because when you're fighting for people who aren't looking for the same things as you are, then what ha what is happening is that they're taking advantage of you. It doesn't matter who those people are. They're taking advantage of you. And and that's why it's going to be a losing battle because there's factors like that. Now, that's obviously not the only one. There's many factors. But you can't fight for utopia. It, it, it's, it, it, it's basically taking steps backwards because it, it's arguing the belief that there is a utopia. And that's what I was mentioning before when I said that politics supplanted religion because what is religion all about? Salvation. You know, what is heaven? It's utopia. So basically anyone who's out there politically fighting for this perfect civilization that they believe they know how to make society perfect, they're basically, you know, trying to be martyrs. They're trying to, you know, bring heaven on earth. They're trying to get themselves to heaven and everyone around them. There's no difference between them and the Jesuits who, who would go to far off lands and try to convert people to the righteous word of God. That's what we're talking about here. And, and that's why when I say I sort of feel like the Joker now, it's because I sort of want to watch things burn. And, and by watching them burn, it's sort of seeing the collapse of stations such as CNN. Because we, we all knew this was going on. We all knew that, that news wasn't, wasn't a, a valid industry anymore. We all knew that it was a business. And the problem was, uh, in the old days... There was less competition, so they were able to get away with providing actual news. Now, because there's so much competition, they have to provide the lowest common denominator that will get them ratings. It's sort of like History Channel. We used to be able to watch actual history programming. 
educational programming about what happened before today. Now it's all reality TV shows. Why? Because there's so much more competition and that they have to provide shows that are scraping every last viewer because that's the only way they're going to be able to get advertisers. Now, it's one thing when History Channel goes to crap. It's another thing when 24-hour news stations uh, follow suit. And basically what you're watching is everyone insults the president as being a reality TV star. Our news has become reality TV. And not in the good way, like Cops. I always loved that show. I consider that to be the quintessential reality TV show. No, that's not what news has become. When I say news has become reality TV, it means they're digging into people's uh, basic instincts to make money. People want to get angry. People want to get furious. People want to feel passion. People want to feel love. And that's what they're doing because CNN knows their audience and they know how to rile up their audience. And they're showing the programming that will get them riled up. Now that happened to be, you know, fabricating stories. I don't want to say fabricating, but sort of covering stories that aren't necessarily there. And that's the the Russian collusion story uh, between uh, uh, Trump and uh, the Russian government. Now there's no proof. They said that you you have a producer from CNN himself admitting that it's bullshit, that everything they're doing is bullshit, and people are still lapping it up. And the proof of that is, with that information still out there, people are still, on all the message boards, on all the comment sections, uh, supporters uh, of CNN and and detractors of Trump are still out there saying, well, even with his news, it doesn't mean there wasn't collusion. There's an investigation, and we'll see what the investigation comes up with. It's still there, blah, 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 blah. They're not even realizing that they've been brainwashed into believing something, even when they're told they've been brainwashed. That's how serious it is, ladies and gentlemen. And, and that's how brainwashing really works. When you successfully brainwash someone, they, don't, they can't even admit that they've been brainwashed when you tell them they've been brainwashed because it's so ingrained. People have become so – they believe in what they're seeing so much that even when the, the curtain's pulled and you see the wizard standing behind there and it's just a little dude saying, oh, I've been pulling the strings all along, they reject that person and they now believe in the myth. Because now the myth has become a separate entity from its original source. It's become bigger than the source. And that is the modern myth, and that is modern religion, politics. And, and it's dangerous. And, and basically what this whole Veritas video tells us about CNN, I mean, it's not even the video that tells us. It's the reaction to the video. Basically, there being no reaction to the video. That's what's very telling because it tells us that people don't care. People on the left have their opinions. People on the right have their opinions. And it doesn't matter what comes out unless it supports their opinion. They're not interested in information. They're interested in talking points. And and both sides are incredibly guilty. And there's a reason why you don't see Fox News jumping on this. You don't see – I mean this is prime for Fox News to attack CNN, fake news. But why aren't they doing it? Because although on the surface it might seem like CNN and Fox News are enemies – and and to some point, they are in competition. They're fighting over ratings, even though they have their both sort of subsets or their own audiences, but they are fighting for ratings. But at the end of the day, they're both still on the same sinking ship. All right? They're both still 24-hour cable news networks in a digital age when people are cutting cords and getting news from where they want to, mainly online, digital sources. And why are they going there? 
because people aren't looking for news. They're not looking for the story. They're looking for what they want to hear. They're looking for those talking points. And they can find the exact talking points they're looking for anywhere they search online. Because people have a certain belief, but they might not have a way to argue it when they're with their friends, when they're with their coworkers. So they go to these sources to find out how to argue their point. Not necessarily understand whether their point is valid or not, just how to verbalize what they want to say, have a few figures to throw in there to win a debate. And CNN cannot win that game. Fox News cannot win that game. MSNBC cannot win that game. Because those stations, as much as they might want to try to jump in and just provide audiences with fluff and garbage, they're supposed to be held to a higher standard. And even though CNN, there's not going to be a lot of great consequences towards them, what will happen is they'll be forced to pull back, which they've already said they would. They're going to totally change the way they cover this Russia story. And what's going to happen is they're going to start losing those ratings. And they're not going to be able to get them back. And that's going to be the future of of the the industry. Sooner or later, there's going to be a total collapse. There's going to be a total transition, a total pivot, and the total collapse. Because CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, there's only so long they can maintain this before they just full out become talk entertainment shows. And at that point, I don't know if they're even going to be able to sell to call themselves news. I mean, how are journalistic students, people entering uh, school to become journalists, what are they actually learning? Woodward and Bernstein, how to go out there and find three corroborating sources? That's never going to happen. You get one anonymous source and you're good to go. And I'm not talking about on a blog. I'm talking about mainstream, high-end, respectable media. You don't need to have three corrupt. I mean, has anyone read All the President's Men? Does anybody not realize that to sort of put out a story that condemns someone as high up as the president, you need to have more than one person Separate individual giving you information that matches up? That's not a thing anymore. All people need is something to put out, a headline. And as long as they can say, we got it from someone credible, and that source is allowed to be anonymous, that's all that matters. Deep Throat is where we're at right now. Except Deep Throat doesn't have to be a credible source. So that is the end. And I recommend you, like myself, smile. Because uh, right now, society is telling us a, a little story, and it's funny. And that's that's why, uh, you know, some, some of us want to be the Joker. It's not because, you know, we want to see things go down the toilet. But it's because we're sort of putting money on it because we see the writing on the wall. Now, I'm, I'm still an optimist. Uh, to some extent, um, and even though I don't necessarily support Trump, but his victory, I saw it as good news because it showed that there's still independent voices out there. There's still people who aren't afraid to have a separate opinion, and and I, I don't find it surprising that the same people. There's plenty of same people who voted for Obama voted for Trump because that tells me that there are people out there who aren't looking at the Democratic and Republican Party as the Catholic Church or the Protestant Church. 
but they're looking at these two parties as people, people who are trying to offer solutions. Now, they're wrong. These people are totally, totally wrong. But their belief and trust and faith in the system, I am optimistic about that. That gives me hope. That gives me true hope because although the government might be a disaster, the government might be a failure, policies might be a failure, as long as people are out there uh, believing in something righteous and just and, and real progress, then at the end of the day, we're in good shape. Western civilization might might still uh, have have another decade left in it. So we won't wait that long to meet again, uh, and I look forward to chatting with you again next week. I think CNN will still be around, and uh, I'm pretty sure we'll still have some stuff to talk about. So I'll see you then. Signing off.